evening, everybody, and welcome to the DPI Family Show. This is Matt, and I'm going to be bringing Ali on here real soon, and we are going to be talking about uh, who I, I, I really don't know. Um, Ali has planned tonight's show, so we <laughs> we are flying blind, and we're going to be letting Ali kind of run point on the show tonight. Uh, real quick before we get to the show, let's get some of our social media media accounts knocked out. If you want to join us in the conversation over on Facebook at DPI Podcast, on Twitter at Disney Insights, that's where I do the most talking, the most conversation, and where we have the most fun. Um, You are checking us out over on the YouTube channel tonight. Thank you very much. Um, And thank you for everybody that subscribed in the last week. We've actually got four new subscribers in the last week. Emily Sharp, Disney Beams, Theme Park 3, and Lizzie Bradford. Lizzie Brayford. So thank you all for watching tonight or subscribing. You know, every subscriber really helps the show and every like really helps the show. So if you could do that, it'd be greatly appreciated. Without further ado, let me bring on Allison and let's start talking about whatever she wants to talk about. Allie? Allie, are you there? Allie? Allie, are you there? Well, I don't know. I can't see your screen. You're here. I am. Yay! I've opened a new door. Awesome. You need to talk into your <laughs> microphone a little bit louder for me. Okay. Thank you. Um, so what are we talking about today? Uh, uh, That's uh, a great start. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about what are the same about the parts and what are different about them. Um, also we'll be talking about like the theming of them and all of that fun stuff. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about some of the parks and some of the, some of the similarities and differences around the parks and theming and that kind of stuff and kind of the history of some of the parks, what they're based off of that kind of thing. So, um, why don't you start wherever you want to start? So what park are we going to start at? Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Okay. So Magic Kingdom, when you're thinking about Magic Kingdom, who is Magic Kingdom really geared towards? Cinderella. It is. It's Magic Kingdom is really the the fairy tale world. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you've got Cinderella Castle. Um you've got a lot of your princess meet and greets there. You've got Tinkerbell there's just a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. goes around with the 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 fairy and the the princess theme um and that theme of fantasy um if you were to to say what is magic kingdom the best at what is magic kingdom the best at i think it's their um parades cuz i really like their parades yeah i think when when you talk about like their they're extra shows, so not things that are built in the park like you would think of like Hollywood Studios with Beauty and the Beast and with The Little Mermaid Show and that kind of stuff. I think the, the extras that um, Magic Kingdom offers, whether it's the parades, whether it's the fireworks show at the end of the night, whether it's the shows that they put up on the castle stage, I think Magic Kingdom offers probably the best scheduled shows that aren't 
like built into the park somewhere. Now, with that being said, you know, when you go over to Epcot, what do you think Epcot's the best at? Um, I think it's the best at different foods. I do too. I think ver- when you think about variety of food, I think that's where Epcot really jumps out. Epcot is very much the the food, the festival, that park now. Um, and especially around festival time, you get a lot of the pop-up vendors and that kind of thing. But also you get a lot of variety when you're thinking about all the different countries that are around that World Showcase and the foods that they have to offer. Um, so now let's move over to Hollywood Studios. What is Hollywood Studios the best at? I think it's the best at rides. You think Hollywood Studios is the best at rides? So you think about rides at Hollywood Studios. I mean, when you're thinking about rides, so... Well, I think that, that like, they have, like, more roller coasters. Yeah, I think they have more rides geared towards older kids and adults. I, I And I think that their, their kid rides are still fun for adults. Really, the only, like, kiddie ride at Hollywood Studios is Swirling Saucers. I would think everything else would be considered uh, a larger kid ride. Yeah. You know, when you're thinking about, yeah, little kids can ride Midway Mania. Yeah, little kids could ride Slinky Dog Dash. But, I mean, Brayden's almost six, and I think he still has some anxiety about Slinky Dog Dash. He has some anxiety about Smuggler's Run. Um, so, and he hasn't done Tower of Terror. He hasn't done Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> No, he he's done Tower yeah, of Terror. He's done Tower of Terror before. Um, so I think I think when you think about a ride like a, a park like Hollywood Studios, it is geared to the older kids and the adults. And I I think from the beginning that was really the goal of Hollywood Studios was to be that park that Disney could put up against Universal and say, hey, we've got good rides too. So um, now let's go to Animal Kingdom. What is Animal Kingdom the best at? I think it's the best at having animals. I don't know. <laughs> I think Animal Kingdom is the best when you when you talk about like I think it's like extra things. I do too. It's like the theming and Yeah. It's like they do like they have like the little like winter puppets and they have like the different animals and they have a lot of stuff that not a lot of the other parts have yeah i I think that's i mean i think that's when you're looking at and i think it does the best in separation of worlds um when you think about pandora and africa and asia and discovery island and dino land usi they are very distinct areas you know really the only kind of blend that you get is from africa to asia that that transition is pretty nice but when you're going to the other areas it's like you go down this real narrow walkway either way and then bam you're in a new area especially pandora and dino land 
they are very hard to transition into. So they're just kind of there. Now, granted, I like both of those areas, but I think it's just really hard to transition into those areas because they are so different than kind of the thought process of Animal Kingdom when you think about it. Um, so what what do you think is the biggest similarity between the parks? I think the biggest similarity is that all of them have different options of food. Yeah, I, I think when when you think about the food choices, and, and we say it a lot, you know, when Peter and I are talking, is you can go down to Disney just for the food. Yeah. Um, and not do any rides and just do it as a culinary trip between character meals and high-end dining and just variety of snacks and, and and everything that's down there you can really have a fantastic trip just going down there for the food um but you know when when you're going down there for the rides and everything like that you know what are you thinking about when it comes to rides um i feel like the similarities they have are that in all the parts, they at least have have to have adult rides and more kid-friendly rides so that your whole family can enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do think that they did a good job on making sure that there is something for everyone in each of the parks. Um, I think there was an interesting post on Facebook the other day. It was Disney Food Blog, and they were talking about the teacups. And is the teacup something that you have to ride every time that you're there? And I'm sitting here as an almost 40-year-old guy saying, Yes! <laughs> don't you don't you mess with my teacups? What about that time that your camera shut down? Well, that was just mean. It was really, <laughs> really cold. <laughs> That was going to be a great video of Brayden and, and me. I had I had the the GoPro out of the teacup, and I was going to start spinning the teacup, and we were going to have some fun on the camera. And, and, and then it the, was just black. And then the camera shut off. <laughs> oh, poor camera. Uh, thanks, thanks for bringing that up. You're welcome. Um, so, you know, when we're talking about differences in the parks, what is the biggest difference in the parks? The differences in the parts, I feel like the main one is that they aren't all the same thing. Like, they are based on different things, and you can, like, like know what's different about each one. Like, each one has, like, their own... It's like... In own country. You know that, like, Mexico is different from China because Mexico has, like... Its own traditions and customs. Yeah. And, and I think Disney does a good job of that with the theming of each park. When you think about the theming of, say, like, Hollywood Studios, themed after, you know, early century, early 20th century Hollywood and having the Chinese theater and the, and the Brown Derby and... Early on in Hollywood Studios, they had the working film streets, and they had the backlot tour, and they had a lot of things that you would find on movie sets. 
Um, it, it's it's kind of moved away from that a little bit with the addition of Toy Story Land and with the addition of Galaxy's Edge. But I still think you get a lot of those Hollywood vibes, especially if you're on Hollywood Boulevard or on Sunset Avenue. The, those are the two old streets from the original Hollywood studios that are still there. You know, that area that they took out for Toy Story and for Galaxy's Edge had one of my favorite things. It had the Osborne family Christmas lights around the holidays. And you were a little young. Well, you were asleep um, when we went back there. But that was one of my favorite things at any of the parks, especially at the holidays, was just the ungodly amount of lights that they had put up on these buildings and across the streets and all over the place. And um, it's nice to see that they're bringing some of it back with the way that they've decorated Dino Land USA, but it's still just not the same. Um, when we get over to Epcot, Epcot, the experiment are the experimental prototype city of tomorrow. So Epcot was laid out to showcase the future in 1982. Um, we know what they're doing to the park now. <laughs> I half of that front area of the park is now demolished and we're waiting for Moana Journey of Water. We're waiting for Ratatouille to open. We're waiting for Space 220. We're waiting for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so just, it, there's a lot, a lot waiting at Epcot right now. And I'm interested to see kind of where Epcot goes as, as it, goes through this transformation. You know, what are you the most excited about at Epcot? The Moana River Journey. Also, Ratatouille. Space 220, I kind of know something about it. Uh-huh. But it, I feel like it's going to be very different from what I am seeing in my head, from what it actually is going to be. All I heard is that you're like in a little mini rocket ship and you're going through space while you eat. I, I I don't know. <laughs> no, Space 220 is going to be the restaurant um, that they're opening up. It's going to be the newest restaurant at Epcot. And basically what you're doing is you are going to experience dining 220 miles above the Earth. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were like 220 feet. Like, isn't Mount Everest? Higher than 220 feet? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it like 3,000? Yeah. Yeah. I was like... 29,000, I think. 29,000 something. Super specific. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go super specific. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so definitely waiting to see kind of what happens there. Um, would love, would love to get that project done. There's just so much going on right now that. (sighs) You can't make it happen. I know. I know. I was like, first they were having problems with the glass shattering. Yeah. And then the, the head chef quit on them and. The head chef. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The the guy that prepares the heads. (laughs) I was like, head chef, is that a chandelier? <laughs> I was like, 
like, so oh. yeah, so um, lots coming to Epcot. You know, when we think about Magic Kingdom, we've got one huge addition at Magic Kingdom right now with Tron coming. Um, but from there, you know, what else do we have going on at Magic Kingdom that you're excited about? Nothing? I'm just excited for Tron to come out because it's a roller coaster and I'm always excited about roller coasters. Yeah, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's going to be the big thing. It's, it's going to be epic. I mean, if you've seen what's going on in Shanghai with this thing, it is going to be fantastic. So what else do you want to talk about um, this episode? I want to know what the parts are based on. So, par- what are the parks based off of? So, we, we started out with Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios based off of early 20th century Hollywood. Okay. Yes. Epcot. The future. The future, yep. The prototype city of tomorrow. Um, Magic Kingdom. Fairy Tale Park. I mean, basically, that's what it's based off of. Animal Kingdom. It's a working zoo with conservation and attractions and all kinds of stuff in it. So I would imagine that it's, it's kind of based off of like, you know, I think there's a lot of different things that go into Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I think it's not cross out kingdom and write world, animal world. <laughs> but then you have Animal Planet and then that's just like boring yeah i mean yeah that, that's just a movie or a, a a channel so we have a we have a question that came in over on the facebook side from a a mike grinder <laughs> uh Ginder. oh it's papa yeah <laughs> and and he asked what are the most intriguing rides at walt disney world for kids and adults so what's the most intriguing ride for you so what's the one that kind of you ask the most questions prior to going so intriguing is like hmm i wonder what that's about what's what would that be for you it could be something that's there right now it could be something that's not there right now you know what are you intrigued about do I need to pull up a definition of intrigued so you know what we're going for there? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. So. Like, I know about all the parts. What do you mean? What's intriguing to me? What's intriguing to you? Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I think that's the tough thing is we kind of know a lot. So, past tense intrigue to arouse the curiosity or interest. What fascinates you the most? Like, what makes me fascinated? fascinated? Yeah. So what tickles Tron. your fancy? Tron? I just went to ride on a little motorcycle, even though I don't have my driver's license. <laughs> I mean, even though I drive a car in... Tomorrowland Speedway? Yes. But I still don't have my driver's license, and I've never tried riding a motorcycle before. <laughs> yeah. I guess intriguing for me, 
I think once I wrote it the first time, the, mo the ride that I was most intrigued about was probably Tower of Terror, because I wanted to figure out how it worked. Yeah. Because I had an idea of how it worked. And there's a great video um, on YouTube on the ride mechanism for Tower of Terror and um, Mission Breakout over in Disneyland. So it really, really cool ride system. And if you're interested in that, um, definitely check that out. You know, intriguing to me, rides that are coming. I'm super intrigued about this Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Um, just seeing what they're doing with these ride cars and how they rotate and how they move on the track, not necessarily following the track, but as they're going down the track, say my finger's the track, the cars actually will do this and rotate. So like Winnie the Pooh? Uh, not necessarily like Winnie the Pooh. Um, trying to think. Think more like uh, Midway Mania. Toy Story. Uh, oh. <laughs> Toy Story Mania. Yeah. So you, the cars go down the track, but the, they rotate to see the screens. Oh. Tron's going to, or not Tron, but Guardians of the Galaxy is going to do kind of the same thing to kind of point your interest at different areas in the in the ride scenery. So I think that's going to be pretty interesting um, to see how that works. Um, seeing the cars outside on the test track was really, really cool. And knowing that those ride vehicles are already inside the building gives me hope that, hey, we might see that relatively soon. I mean, we should see Ratatouille any day, but on the investor call today, they really didn't, they still didn't give any big dates or anything like that, so. I have to say, um, something else about what was intriguing to me was, uh, Hun and Mansion, because when you first walk in, uh, if you've been there before COVID, then there's this video like before when you're trapped and there's no like doors and stuff in that video it was like super scary for me for the first time and then you walk out and it's not even a roller coaster it's just one of those things an mover ride yeah that thing <laughs> <laughs> all our mover ride whatever he's omni mover omni omnivore yes omnivore omnivore yep an omnivore ride it eats everybody I thought they just sent boys, ghosts. girls, kids, adults. I thought they just sent a ghost service home animals with you. Oh, yeah, they do send ghosts home with me. That's probably what's been breaking all your stuff. I think so. I'm gonna blame it on the ghosts. Yeah, hitchhiking ghosts are breaking all my things. Yeah. Well, we're we're actually having a relatively break-free episode tonight. They're pretty cool. We're letting everything out. I know. I know. <laughs> so, do you have anything else for us tonight, Allie? Oh, Dead Air. That makes for great podcast material. Dead Air. Dead Air. Dead Air. Dead Air. Dead Air. Dead Air. No, I think that was a pretty cool topic. I think thinking about the parks, you know, when, when you're on my side, when I'm talking to families and stuff like that, planning trips, you know, 
I, I really take into account the ages of kids, if there's any kids going, you know, what the adults like, because, you know, if they tell me, hey, we want to go down and we want to ride rides, they're going to Hollywood Studios and we're making sure of that. You know, if they have little kids, they're going to Magic Kingdom because you've got to have, you, you've got to have that experience. Um, if they're teenagers or something like that, you know, if they're into the food scene, you know, getting them over to Epcot and trying some of the different foods there, especially during festival time. Fantastic. So, you know, you really need to know your audience when you're talking about going to Disney and doing Disney things. So, you know, I think that does it for us tonight. You think so? You think yes. you good? Yeah, it's we about bedtime done. anyway. <gasps> yeah. Yay, we're time with Grandma. Yeah, no, it's three minutes till bedtime. You have school tomorrow. But it's Valentine's Day. No, Valentine's Day's on Sunday. It's Valentine's party on Friday. It's Valentine's so won't party. You be kind day. No, no. It's Friday. Fly you better hope Jupiter it snows was again. Alive. You better hope it snows again tonight so you get another two hour delay. Miss Grumpy Pants. Look at me, Mr. Grumpy Pants. <laughs> so no, uh thank you for watching tonight. Um we had a really one of our best viewer turnouts in a while so thank you for that um if you guys are looking to book definitely check out our friends over at princesses and the mouse disney travel peter over there will take real good care of you and i can help as well we just book through them and it makes it everything a lot easier if you're looking for the disney planning insights podcast definitely check us out over on facebook at dpi podcast and on twitter at disney insights one more time thank you again for following emily sharp It's coming. It goes ding, 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 but it's not ding. There it is. Ding, 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 dong. Disney Beams, Theme Park 3, and Lizzie Brayford. Thank you all for following. Hello? You're like... It's ding, dinging. What? Yeah, my legs are going. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, so thank you all again for subscribing to the channel. We have had quite a few subscribers here in the last week, and we are trying to get to that 50 mark this year. That's That was Allie's goal, so I think it's going to be real good. Boyo, uh, I am not a churro fan, um, surprisingly enough. And it is Lunar New Year tomorrow um, at the parks. There is some cool Disney Lunar New Year stuff. So... Um, Definitely check that out on Shop Disney. And if you are at the parks, check out the Lunar, Lunar New Year merchandise Lunar that they have there. Um, again, thank you all for watching tonight. And you guys all have a wonderful day. We will see you real soon at the parks. <laughs>